0: all my spooky people welcome to episode three of reapers creepers i'm tanner i'm amanda i heard you got a joke for me
1: i do have a joke it's probably bad (laughs) always bad (laughs) so what do norman Bates, leatherface and buffalo bill have in common what their taste in women (laughs) (sighs) that was a good one (laughs) I wonder if it tasted good.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> a little gamey.
0: Um. So yeah, tonight we're talking about some movies.
1: I like movies. Movies.
0: Uh, all these movies have a common underlying theme, and I say theme they they're loosely inspired by the same loosely person. loosely inspired, uh, and that that real life person is Ed Gein.
1: Yeah, I think most people know Ed Gein, but I, I don't know. Maybe that was so long ago that some people don't know
0: who Ed Gein is. No, I, I will say most of our, our, um, our movie buffs probably do know. Oh, you yeah. Know. Movie buffs um, know everything. But for those of you who don't, we'll give you a, just a brief little summary about him. But if you're looking for the nitty gritty details... There's some really good true crime podcasts about him.
1: Yeah, true crime podcasts, or I think there's several docu-series, or at least documentaries. Yeah. Love Uh, me a good documentary.
0: A quick little thing. He was born August 27th, 1906 in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Died July 26th, 1984 at the Mendotta Mental Health Institute in Madison, Wisconsin.
1: Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Ed Gein's span of crimes ranged from 1947 to 1957. There were several names that he went by, too.
0: Eddie the Mad Butcher, the Plainfield Ghoul, the Plainfield Butcher, the Butcher of Plainfield.
1: Which, all of those are so close together. Why would you have different ones? I
0: imagine there were a couple local newspapers. Mm. You know, because everybody's name comes from the newspaper, especially back then. That's true. And there were probably competitor newspapers, like, trying to uh, rip each other off without (laughs) getting sued, you know? It's much ridiculous. like a, 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 a lot like Transformers and GoBots.
1: Oh, I was thinking like I don't know street gangs back in the snapping at each other, oh my God. combing their hair back with their thick grease.
0: Okay, Pony Boy, calm it down. Oh,
1: well, <laughs> he was the hot one.
0: <laughs> was he?
1: Yeah, he was. Was he? <laughs> From the victims that are accounted for, he had two murders confirmed. There were seven suspected, though. Which I mean, I feel like that's a big gap, two to seven. There was also nine corpses mutilated. He was he was robbing graves. He was watching the obits, and going back to the cemetery at night and digging people up. And he he really wasn't in it for what jewelry they had on or anything like that. He just wanted the body.
0: Now, if I remember correctly from the po- the podcast we listened to, the two confirmed. They found the bodies on his property, and they were from that town. Oh right, they but were pretty fresh But there were several, too. there were several people that went missing in the greater area that were never found. Oh, okay. but they couldn't directly tie him to those crimes. But he is still suspected of them.
1: But he was pretty open. I mean, once they brought him in and everything, he was pretty compliant. He was crazy. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't do the things that he did without that, but, but I'm—I think he was pretty compliant. Which I mean,
0: now when they were talking to him, he kept referring—I forget the name he used—but he kept referring to this other person that no one yeah, could find his friend, his his friend that they actually believe was just a voice in his head.
1: Yeah, multiple personality disorder. Well, that was the thing too. Is you know, mental illnesses were not a thing back then, and it was suspected that he had probably several different types of mental illnesses, but there was no care for that. Right. I mean, they had the mental institutions, of course, because that's ultimately where he ended up dying, but that was for, you know, husbands sending their hysterical wives away on a little vacation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He was convicted of two murders, suspected of seven, but he was also robbing the local cemetery. He was making gruesome arts and crafts
1: yeah, um, adult arts and crafts pretty pretty intense stuff it ranged i mean he used the bones he used the skin
0: yeah yeah so yeah, so that was just a little background information on him just to kind of get the ball rolling so everyone knows who we're talking about but if you want to hear the nitty gritty full story, there's some wonderful true crime podcasts out there.
1: Oh yeah, they get super in depth.
0: Yeah, so I, I would I would suggest looking one of those up, seeing what it's all about. But let's get into the meat of what we want to talk about, which are these movies. Which movie you want to talk
1: about first?
0: Let's talk about Let's talk about Psycho first. Yeah, good old um, cut. So yeah, probably one of the most iconic horror movies out there.
1: Yeah, even if you haven't seen it like actually seen the movie if you saw a clip of the movie you would know exactly what it's from the infamous you know shower scene Mm -hmm. great jump scares just a good black and white classic
0: which there were a lot of edgy firsts in this movie
1: yeah it was uh, one of the first american films to show both violence and sexual content in the same movie but it was also the first movie with a toilet
0: in it the more you know no. Sching. That's a weird thing. Like, even in modern movies, you don't see very many toilets.
1: I guess I don't watch movies and think about toilets.
0: I mean, you don't. It's just, when you do think about it, it's a weird <laughs> thing to think about, isn't when it? When do you
1: think about it?
0: Right now. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think about it? Never. <laughs> but it's like, you just, the writers assume that you know that these people go to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, but they're robots. Isn't it like, don't most... Like, little boys, there's, it's always in movies, and they're like, wait, girls go to the bathroom, too? <laughs>
0: just, Do you know what they're talking I, no, about? No, I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Oh, my gosh. It happens all the time. I've And Does I've heard it? that from, like, other boys growing up, and they'd be like, no, girls don't go to the bathroom. There's just, like, couches and fluffy stuff. No, I
0: will say that I've walked past several women's restroom where it's, like, propped open, and there's just a couch right there. Man. Cramps hit. We don't have couches.
1: Because you don't have cramps.
0: Maybe not those cramps. But I can <laughs> still get cramp.
1: Oh, cramped for your big Charlie ego? Horse. That's Charlie horse. Oh, That's still a cramp. I guess so. I guess so. Do you want a pink fluffy couch?
0: I'll take anything more than three urinals and <laughs> <in> a nasty <laughs> ass stall. <laughs> That's a good
1: point. That's a good point. Some urinal Cakes.
0: Yeah, so I would say that Psycho's probably one of the easiest to directly correlate with Gains story.
1: Right, because of the mommy
0: issues. Yeah, so we all know that, you know, Norman Bates is bad, but I I would say that his mom's probably the real villain.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And and you could you can kind of see that in in Gains childhood.
1: Well, the way they grow up, I mean, in today's standards would definitely be considered
0: child abuse,
1: but back then, like mental illness, there just, there wasn't much knowledge on it.
0: Well, and, and his his father died while they were young, mm-hmm. so there was not another parental figure in the house to kind of protect or, you know, balance the home life in any sort of way. Well, just help.
1: Just to help in general.
0: I, yeah. it be rough. His mother was super controlling, mm-hmm. taught, and, like, hyper-religious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> super religious. So
0: so the, both Gein and his brother were taught that women were e- 100% evil. Mm-hmm. And they did nothing but corrupt you and all this, this sort of stuff. Women are the devil, Bobby Boucher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the water boy.
0: <laughs> he was taught from a young age that all women are evil and we're talking about a little boy who probably has some sort of learning disabilities he's not the brightest crown in the box
1: which i've always thought that that was weird like how can you yourself be a woman and tell your child that all other women are bad but you are a woman yourself i think it <laughs> how happens. does that not confuse them i and, think like, it happens
0: all the time well i mean of course um, it does it just like, is
1: I don't understand how you can't think, well, you're telling me all women are bad. Wouldn't that make you bad too? I
0: I think it's just a control thing because she's mommy. Mommy knows best. There's not going to be another woman that could take care of him like she does in her
1: mind. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess I can understand that side of it. Which, I mean, since she has laid this back or this groundwork for him, he's not able to. Fully mature.
0: Now, I, I will say his brother. I don't remember if it was an older brother or a younger brother. It was his older brother. His older brother. His older brother had no sort of learning issues. Grew. Yeah, he was he, he was well, cognitively he was normal, mm-hmm. and you know he realized that mom was crazy. He found a woman and went off to start his own family.
1: Yeah, well, and that caused some issues too, because Ed was pissed about it Mm -hmm. he's like mom is the best and like you don't come around anymore and your wife keeps you away obviously mom is right and
0: then brother died under suspicious circumstances super suspicious swampy Um, marsh conditions (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I I think it was a definitely a mix of his mental abilities and the way his mother brought him up right that's probably the core theme in, in Psycho, you know?
1: So you mentioned Ed Gein's friend. And nobody else really knows about him. And it's been suspected that, you know, maybe it was just a, another voice in his head. Like the m- multiple, dis- multiple personality disorders. Do you think Norman Bates is like that as well? Because it, it seems like... It's almost like he blacks out and he doesn't realize... That he's committing these crimes, and he just kind of wakes up and sees the mess.
0: We definitely see that in the Bates Motel. Bates Motel, yeah. Um, For sure. Psycho, I don't know so much.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I think Psycho is mostly just the mommy issue part of Ed Gein's story anyway.
0: And that's the strongest parallel out of all the movies we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, The other two movies are kind of a... They're a little bit of a stretch, but...
1: Well, our next movie we wanted to talk about was The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Even though it in the beginning, okay, so as we've mentioned, we're spoiler alert. <laughs> we're from Texas, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre is kind of a bigger deal around here locally. But they say that it's based on true events.
0: Spoiler alert, it's not. It's not. It's completely fiction.
1: But they do say that Leatherface is based off of Ed Gein.
0: Right. Not directly anywhere in the movie, but no, you know, in, but in, in just in the writing stuff, yeah. of
1: the story, which, by the way, the 1970 Texas Chainsaw is my favorite of the whole franchise. I like them all. I do. I do like all of them. You know, some of the, <laughs> some of the Nightmare on Elm Streets are hard to watch
0: and mm-hmm. things like that. I like that. them all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I do like all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But that original 70s version. Is my favorite, and then the two thousand three one I like a lot too.
0: Yeah, but that two 2000- that's probably the one I remember most of.
1: Yeah, that that one was the most relevant timeline wise for us, I guess. And growing up, it was
0: the easiest to get a hold of. Definitely, once we got into our teenaged years.
1: Yeah, I didn't mind the two thousand thirteen one where she's the inheritant of the property. It just was a different spin.
0: Yeah, uh, I. I will say I enjoyed it. it, not in a scary way or anything. Because once you realize that twist, it's like a comedy from there on out. It kind of is, <laughs> it kind you of know. Is. Yeah,
1: you're totally right.
0: <laughs> so if you're if you're going into it thinking of that, it's just a super gory comedy. Fantastic movie.
1: Yeah, but watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, his nickname is Leatherface because he wears a mask made of, out of human skin. Mm which is where the Ed Gein comes in and his gruesome arts and crafts
0: projects. Definitely. That's the easy parallel to make. But I also think that maybe that mask is more significant in the fact that it's a mask that he's hiding behind it.
1: Well, yeah, he has different, he has three different masks. He has his killing mask and that one is where it's made to look like he has a big smile, which mm-hmm. is kind of, it's pretty creepy. And then he has his pretty lady mask and it has all the makeup on mm-hmm. it. He has a third mask. I can't remember what it is, but it's it's like his just normal, I think, just his normal mask. But he decides each day what he feels
0: like. Right. And and kind of where I'm going with this is those masks are a physical representation of the, the possible voices. Oh, I see. That, you know, this alleged friend that no one actually knew of ed yeah
1: i see what you mean yeah it could be because i mean they make comments all the time about leatherface being simple Mm -hmm. entailing that he has mental
0: issues as well Mm -hmm. i think you'd have to have mental issues to do that
1: oh you mean chasing people around with a chainsaw yeah oh i thought that was just a tuesday (laughs) but obviously his mental issues are greatly exaggerated because he's basically non-verbal it's very dramatized of course right Ed Gein was a, a normal guy just a little off
0: now I will say that one of the probably the most genius thing about this movie was marketing it as a true story
1: oh right because um, everybody everybody around Texas like they just know where the where it was happening
0: everywhere in Texas there is someone's going to tell you that the chainsaw massacre house is 20 minutes up the road down yeah. the dirt road you know doesn't matter where you live in the entire state there's going to be a chainsaw house within a short drives from where you're at
1: cuz there's tons of small towns all over Texas mm-hmm. um, didn't you tell me before that just historically there had to be a gas station a horse ride, or a no, day's so ride.
0: What I was always told is that the the county courthouse. That's the way. The, there's, that's why there's so many counties in Texas. Is each courthouse is a day's horse ride okay. from the other. That's what I've always heard, anyway.
1: Well, so just knowing that makes sense, and <laughs> knowing that we have lots of little towns. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, the closest one is it's Childress. Everybody around here just knows that Texas Ch- Chainsaw Massacre happened in Childress. It is a smaller town, and it's kind of dinky and there's really nothing to
0: it. no there's not much there it's I will say in in this area that it's one of the bigger of the small towns mm-hmm. definitely not the smallest, but
1: but I can remember hearing stories like throughout my teenage years after watching the movie, of no, people yeah, saying I remember. all kinds of stuff. Like, like there's the house there that it, where it happened, and people would have parties in that house. Um, I even heard that somebody, a couple got married in the house, but they were hooked up to the body suspension hooks, like where they hook through your skin. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. No,
0: I, I never really heard any crazy stories, but uh, it was widely accepted in high school that tr- Childress was where it happened.
1: It's just weird because like, it's not even a real story. So why do we all think for certain that it happened mm-hmm. right here?
0: When it didn't. And I think that, like we were saying, that happens all over the state. Um, I think for a long time it was widely believed that it happened somewhere between uh, Dallas and Houston mm-hmm. on some, some little BS town outside of, I think that's uh, Interstate 45 that cuts through there, but...
1: I did see on TikTok earlier that there is a, I guess they did filming around Bastrop, Texas. And there is like a memorabilia building for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. There's an old beat up truck and you can go inside and it's like a little trinket shop.
0: I will say that gas station. Now this isn't in Texas, but that gas station outside of Shreveport that we stopped oh back on the way from home from Orlando. Gosh.
1: I thought we were going to die that night. Yeah. And I bet our other passengers also thought they were.
0: <laughs> it was middle of the night in the middle of nowhere, Louisiana. And we had to go off the main highway to find this little gas station because...
1: We, we were running out. We were trying to make it to Shreveport for the night. And it was almost midnight at this point. We had started our drive from Orlando, Florida that morning trying to get to Shreveport. And we were so tired. And this gas station was... It, the, like like it The looked, station itself it,
0: was closed. It
1: looked like we were on the set for True Blood.
0: Uh-huh. There's <laughs> nothing, just it was just knew com-
1: somebody was going to come around the corner.
0: Completely dark outside of the lights around the pumps itself. Um, <laughs> This other car kind of like... they. Pulled off while we pulled up, but they look kind of sketchy. Yeah.
1: Well, and then we were leaving, and there was that billboard, and it was talking about save yourself from the demons or something, something like that. Something oh, like that. Gosh. And we were like, oh no, time to go.
0: <laughs> I was, of course, I'm the one that had to go out and pump the gas. So I'm standing out there, like thinking there's either an alligator or <laughs> some sort of monster is going to come drag me out into the swamp.
1: I had your six. <laughs> I got you, boo. I got you. It was scary. <laughs> Was, but we made it. It was fine. It was fine. It's fine. <laughs> but with Childress, I, I almost wonder if people assumed that it happened there because there was a lot of satanic activity happening in the, the late 80s, early 90s.
0: Honestly, we don't know how much of that is actual or stories as well, you know.
1: Right. There was um, um, I that mean...
0: whole time period is in the time of the satanic panic. Mm hmm. And then you're also in the Bible belts. yeah, in a small town.
1: In a small town,
0: as probably many of you have seen in the latest F- or season of Stranger Things, they talk Ed- about their game. Troop. Right, Eddie's, can- Eddie's accused of Satanism just because he listens to heavy metal and plays D and D. You know,
1: yeah, which is a completely made up game, as so, we all know now. But
0: especially during the-, the 80s, you have to take these ac- accusations with a grain of salt because you don't know. Unless you were actually there, you don't know. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen at all.
1: Yeah. Some things may have been a little...
0: Blown out of proportion.
1: Right. But it was happening. So, I mean, if stuff like that was happening around Childress, I could understand why they would think that it, this other gruesome act happened there as well. well.
0: And, and and another thing about, especially driving through the Texas countryside, you'll come up on old abandoned farmhouses,
1: Oh, off yeah. the highway.
0: And they do definitely give off creepy vibes, you yeah.
1: know. I mean, they they have to be at least 100 years old.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, who knows how long it's been since it has been inhabited. I'm sure that there was not a very happy ending as to why that building ended up uninhabited. Well, know? not all
1: the times because my dad, he grew up on a farm in between Hereford and Dimmit, And sometimes they just, like, built a house on the other side of the, of their land. Oh, yeah. And it just, well, Mima and Peepaw, they had a small house behind their main house that helpers could live in, mm-hmm. which it was just storage. I always remember it as storage, but, but it was there, but it was super run down.
0: Yeah, but they, they do definitely give off creepy vibes.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Just out there in the elements, weather in a way.
0: I always want to stop and explore. Them.
1: I do too. Oh, now there's some really cool ones in Colorado that we have pictures of. Oh yeah. And one of them, it looks like it slid down the mountain. It's a two-story house, and it looks like it was sliding down the mountain and the bottom half of the house stops at the road and the top half with the roof is like on its side.
0: Is that the one that it looks straight but everything's crooked? No. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
1: No, that's a that's like an optical illusion. Yeah. That's up in um, South Dakota is where we went. Okay. When we went to see Mount Rushmore when we were kids. Mm-hmm. What was that third movie you wanted to talk about?
0: So number three is Silence of the Lambs. Where Gein's going to be the influence is going to be Buffalo Bill. Yeah. He, um,
1: I think you had mentioned you would looked up earlier that... Who Han- was it? Hannibal
0: that... Lecter is based off of some... Uh, I think he was a hispanic doctor
1: okay yeah
0: i don't remember his name but he's he's based off something completely different
1: buffalo bill he's looking for victims so that he can like make suits out of women's skin
0: yeah you still get the creepy weird vibes with the women
1: hey can you pass me the lotion
0: (laughs) that was so weird (laughs) that was so weird um
1: (laughs) you're gonna cut that one (laughs)
0: Made me feel like I. <laughs> <laughs> he has the the issue with women, just like Norm Bates.
1: Well, in whenever Buffalo Bill has his like the victim he has throughout the movie, mm-hmm. he's sizing her uh, up her torso, and that was one of the things that Ed Gein had in his house was he had a corset of a woman's torso, mm-hmm. him, that he'd made himself, which was what Buffalo Bill was. Getting his victim to use the lotion for.
0: Yeah. Um, now, as, as a movie in general, this is one of my favorite movies. Like. Oh,
1: it's a classic for sure. Just in
0: general, um, Hannibal Lecter is one of my favorites. He's so smart. I love the TV show also. Oh, the
1: TV show is fantastic. I mean Mads
0: Mikkelsen is a phenomenal Hannibal Lecter. Yeah,
1: and it's it is a super dark show but
0: oh it is a good one i would say that a lot of horror fans don't necessarily at least at the time that it came out classify silences of the lambs as a horror movie
1: it's more of a psychological thriller isn't it
0: it's coming off of all these outrageous slashers Mm -hmm. you know so in the 80s you had your first slasher movies
1: and slashers like and it blew you know no pun intended
0: (laughs) but they got Cheesier and cheesier and cheesier.
1: Well, yeah, you can only rip off the one movie so many times. But
0: then, just like in music, how you have a certain genre dominate, like we had hair metal, and then as it started to die, grunge, which was kind of the opposite of metal, Mm -hmm. became more popular. So, this is a time period where we have like this. And the Zodiac Killer movie, I forget oh, what it was called. Yeah. You have this style coming to popularity to kind of counter that slasher mentality. Mm-hmm. And these are, especially if you're in that time period accustomed to the visuals of that time period. Not Looking back, older movies typically aren't as scary because we're used to a different set of effects. Yeah. But I would say during that time period, I would think Silence of the Lame is probably terrifying
1: probably. Well, because they also made it like it was real. Not that the slashers weren't real, but I mean, you you show them in real situations where they're in the process of being arrested and going through the prison right. system and
0: but we go we go to we go from this genre that is all basically jump scares mm-hmm. and just over the top. These are real life scares. To real life scares and something that just is a total mind twist. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: If you can get those gears turning upstairs and people start thinking about things, that's what's going to scare you more than anything. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think Hannibal is terrifying. You know, just how... The perfect bad guy. He's so smart. He's so smart. And he's like
1: clean about it. And Well, Norman Bates is too. He's right. obsessive compulsive.
0: Just watching Hannibal get into Buffalo Bill's head without going through an agent he doesn't even directly know the case you know and he's ultimate power (laughs) i love it (laughs) now one thing i do kind of think is refreshing about silence of the lamb is you don't really know who the bad guy is it's
1: just kind of turning well it's kind of
0: like a double i mean it, it is a double bad guy situation but this you're going through the movie thinking that the ultimate goal is to get Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what Clarice is trying to do. Mm-hmm. But what she she doesn't realize that the whole time she's being played, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a puppet master sort of situation
1: because she thinks she's dominating the oh, situation. Yeah.
0: She thinks she's in control. She thinks she has got Lecter under her thumb. When in reality, he gets everything he wants out of her. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, he even gets to move location and all kinds of stuff. And
0: that's all he wanted. He wanted to be moved because it was a chance for him to escape, which is what he does.
1: Yeah. Well, Ted Bundy was really good at that, too. He escaped that courthouse in Colorado in the middle of his... I guess right before or after his his hearing. But yeah. he was in the courthouse. Well, and he just jumped out the, the dang window.
0: That's it, so much easier to escape when you're in transit like that.
1: Yeah. I guess
0: so. Yeah. You're not in the MAX facility anymore. You're between the two.
1: Yeah. That makes sense.
0: I mean, that was that was his whole goal was to trick her into getting him moved. And she thinks that she... she you know, there's a point where she does get Buffalo Bill, and she thinks that it's it's game over. Everything's going to be fine, you know? Mm-hmm. When in reality, he just...
1: But do you think that he cared for her, too? Because, I mean, he helped her career a lot by helping her get Buffalo Bill.
0: Yeah, I think that he is...
1: It's almost like he's nurturing her while he's bamboozling her.
0: <laughs> well, he does that in the show as well well that's true i think he he legitimately saw will as his friend Mm
1: -hmm.
0: all of his crimes get pinned on will and he i mean he ends up going crazy over it Mm -hmm. i think he's so wrapped up in mind games that i think just life is a game to, to him
1: it's like he has ultimate consciousness and he just knows exactly how to play the game. Like, he is he the chess master. He sees everything in 40. Yeah, he sees everything. He's got 6G. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got 6G.
0: But, but that's what makes that's what makes Silence of the Lambs scary. Mm-hmm. That is where the fear in that movie is. And sometimes it's those slow burners that are... You sit there and think about it for... Like, it's not going to make you jump while you're sitting there watching the movie.
1: Well, see, I don't think Hannibal does not scare me. Buffalo Bill scares me because I see myself as his victim. Because, I mean, how did he trick her? He acted like he was injured trying to load a a love seat into the back of his van. And she was just a nice person. Mm -hmm. She didn't do anything wrong. She didn't deserve any of that. Not that. I mean, most victims don't deserve what happens to them. But she was just a good person. She was on her way upstairs to go feed her cat. And he tricks her because she's a size 14. And game over.
0: Well, I think they're two different kind of scary. So I would say, yes, Buffalo Bill's probably scarier on the surface. Mm -hmm. Because there's not much actual uh, depth to him. He's going to find his victim and do his thing and then it's done. I think Hannibal, what makes him so scary is he's one of those that you sit there and think about and you're like, dang, did he really just do that? Mm -hmm. Because not only are you ultimately going to end up being his victim, he's going to trick you into doing things for him that set up this ultimate downfall situation. And you won't have any idea until it's too late. That's what makes Hannibal so scary.
1: Yeah, I get that. I do get that. I still think Buffalo Bill scares me more, though, because it's like, I don't know, because it's not that he's necessarily smart because, I mean, he's really not. He gets caught pretty easy. I just see myself as being that good person, too. That would have just tried to help somebody. No, I could see that. That sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Which Gein's the two women that Gein got a hold of. One of them worked at the hardware store. Right, and that was the last I mean she got kidnapped from the hardware store. That was the last time anybody saw her alive
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i I don't think it was ever talked about if he coaxed her into to taking a ride with him or not, like how I Buffalo Bill did, but I mean he was friendly to everybody. It's a small town, mm-hmm. everybody knows everybody. sound like a system of down song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what song I'm talking about? No. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Oh, that. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that about wraps us up.
1: Yeah, I think that's all we have for this week.
0: Those are good movies, though. They are good movies. I do like talking about movies a whole lot. Yeah, you're a movie buff. I'm a movie person. You
1: sure are. I, I like watching them. It takes me a little bit to rewatch movies except like the really good ones. Silence of the Lambs I've watched I don't know how many times. Yeah. Texas I, Chainsaw Massacre I've watched I don't know how many times.
0: I I will rewatch just about anything. There's only a handful that I rewatch like all the time. But also I like to watch movies with people.
1: Mhm. Makes it fun.
0: It, yeah, especially especially horror movies. Like it's almost I don't really care about the movie. I want to make th- that there was somebody that will make jokes with me about it while it's playing, you know?
1: Yeah, I always laugh through horror movies. (laughs)
0: um, Yeah. I love movies.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, But yeah, so we'll be back in two weeks for our next episode. Beware. Be square? (laughs)
1: Sure. That was such a bad one. That
0: was not it. (laughs) So thank you everybody for listening. Be sure you're following us on all the social medias, we're on the Facebooks, we're on the Instagrams, we're on the TikToks. Um, that's where you'll hear any news first, uh, new episodes, any information we have coming out,
1: and also some relative information about stuff we talk about in our podcasts. Yeah, maybe pictures of Ed Gein or, or the movies, things like that to look forward to.
0: Yeah, so be be sure you give us follow all that jazz, uh, and we'll see you in two weeks. See you later.